Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is moving forward. Much as we would like, we cannot bring everyone with us on this journey called recovery. We are not being disloyal by allowing ourselves to move forward. We don't have to wait for those we love to decide to change as well. Um, this is a great point, and I think from one of my favorite programs that eternal question to ask myself daily is, does this serve me? Not, does this serve me eight years ago? Will this serve me four years from now? Um, and, you know, and trust in the universe that uh, new new people will uh, appear, uh, new friends and things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Pia Melody talks about this. The You have to grieve uh, past relationships to move on to future relationships. Uh, back to the reading. Sometimes we need to give ourselves permission to grow, even though the people we love are not ready to change. We may need to leave people behind in their dysfunction or suffering because we cannot recover for them. We don't need to suffer with them. It doesn't help. Uh, this is a great point, And it just reminds me that as an adult, I really haven't seen anybody really change unless it's, uh, you know, some sort of spiritual you know, any type of spiritual program or tragedy, unfortunately. And a lot of times tragedy forces one into spirituality. They, they say um, religion is for people who want to go to uh, go to heaven and uh, or who don't want to go to hell. And spirituality is for those who have already been there. Uh, back to the reading. It doesn't help for us to stay stuck just because someone we love is stuck. The potential for helping others is far greater when we detach. Work on ourselves and stop trying to force others to change with us. Sounds like uh, attraction versus promotion to me. Changing ourselves, allowing ourselves to grow while others seek their own path is how we have the most beneficial impact on the people we love. I'm going to say that a couple more times for my own benefit here. Um, changing ourselves, allowing ourselves to grow while others seek their own path is how we have the most beneficial impact on people we love. We're accountable for ourselves. They're accountable for themselves. We let them go and let ourselves grow. Today, I will affirm that it is my right to grow and change, even though someone I love may not be growing and changing alongside me. Uh, it was a great passage. I think when I first, you know, read that, uh, you know, the topic of moving forward, I was like uh, somewhat semi-lukewarm, but Melody Beatty always delivers. The next topic, also from the language of letting go, and the topic is responsibility. Self-care means taking responsibility for ourselves. Taking responsibility for ourselves includes assuming our true responsibilities to others. That's really great, uh, true. Not like pretend or made up or forced, but true responsibilities. Back to the reading. Sometimes we, when we begin recovery, we're worn down from feeling responsible for so many other people. Learning that we only need to take responsibility for ourselves may be such a great relief that for a time we disown our responsibilities to others. Yeah, this can happen for sure. Uh, the goal in recovery is to find the balance. We take responsibility for ourselves and we identify our true responsibilities to others. This may take some sorting through, especially if we have functioned for years on distorted notions about our responsibilities to others. We may be responsible to one person as a friend or as an employee. To another person, we're responsible as an employer or as a spouse. With each person, we have certain responsibilities. When we tend to those true responsibilities, we'll find balance in our life. 
We're also learning that while others aren't responsible for us, they are accountable to us in certain ways, you know, including treating us right, you know, not tolerating BS. Um, back to the reading. We can learn to discern our true responsibilities for ourselves and to others. We can allow others to be responsible for themselves and expect them to be appropriately responsible to us. We'll need to be gentle with ourselves while we learn. Today, I will strive for clear thinking about my actual responsibilities to others. I will assume these responsibilities as part of taking care of myself. The next reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is fear. Adult children often live a secret life of fear. Every day, individuals use faith to overcome fear. Wow, every day, individuals use faith to overcome fear. Another one to repeat for Kwant here. Uh, every day, individuals use faith to overcome fear. As polar opposites, fear and faith cannot occupy the same space. Fear involves a tightening of the senses, where faith requires a complete release of them. The ACA recovery program teaches us to identify and expose our fears to the light of day. We accomplish this with the loving support of others and our higher power. We do this in a safe environment where no one judges us for our past, for our fears, or the ingrained reactions we carry from our childhoods. Most of us go through life waiting to exhale, waiting to not feel defined by the position we hold, our possessions, or someone else's concept of who we should be. I think this one is the toughest one for me, is to let go that, you know, it was never my responsibility and, you know, my responsibilities to myself, my inner child, my higher power, take care of that. I do take care of others. That's the crazy paradox. Take care of others, you neglect that part called codependence. Back to the reading. Most of us go through life waiting to exhale, waiting to not feel defined by the position we hold, our position, possessions, or someone else's concept of who we should be. We have given our fear a lot of power to control our reactions, but we're exhausted by all this work and want to feel peace and serenity in our lives. ACA gives us the chance to feel free to be the person we were meant to be, someone who is loved and respected for who we are, not what we do. Loved and respected for who we are, not what we do. As we strengthen our belief in our higher power, we free ourselves from our fears and stop believing our sta staunchest critic, our false self. Yeah, false self is full of shit. We become our own loving, nurturing parent. On this day, I will be aware of any fear that encroaches on my ability to focus on recovery. With the loving support of my fellow ACAs and my higher power, I will release that fear and feel at peace. And the final reading, also from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is the other laundry list. Our experience shows that the opposites of the laundry list are just as damaging as the counterpart. Big Red Book, page eight. Realizing the damaging effects of the other laundry list give many of us our early sense of frustration with the ACA program. Once the elation of finally finding a group of people who get that we were affected by our childhoods eventually fades, we start the slow process of admitting that we may have unconsciously done the very same things to those around us that were done to us. Yeah, this is a very tough reality. Uh, back to the reading. This is a hard reality to accept, but it is the necessary groundbreaking that allows our spiritual foundation to be poured on honest footing. With time, we re realize we were in denial about our actions, 
the behavior that served as a protective way of getting through our traumatic childhoods did not serve as well as adults. We had become used to beating ourselves up and acting out. Wow, that's uh, talk about a mission statement that comes from trauma. Wow, it's very true. ACA suggests that we reparent ourselves and break the harmful cycle we found ourselves in. With the support of our meetings and fellow travelers, the work we do helps us feel embraced by our inner loving parent and our higher power. We can now allow the process of coming out of denial and into spiritual consciousness to slowly and gently unfold as we recover buried feelings and memories that drove our true self into hiding. On this day, I admit that not only was I affected by dysfunction, but that I also affected those around me. And I will practice being gentle and loving of my true self as I continue to awaken spiritually. What an honor and privilege. And more importantly, I think almost mandatory for me to read this and continue this podcast. Um, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to love myself, to feel my feelings, and to pause because that is where God is.